0: What is going on my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives, Make Money Online Trainer podcast. It's your boy, Brian Mark. And I'm here without my little, 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 little business partner. He is on a plane right now to Arizona. Had to use a stepladder to board the plane. I know he did. So he's not here. But I'm currently 11 days out for my fitness competition. My energy levels are very fucking low. However, whenever we got to show up for the academy, we fucking show up for the academy. So I'm excited to serve. Today's podcast episode is an episode of Pod Chats, where we are bringing on all of my clients that would like to ask me a question, and they get to raise their hand and ask me anything. So without further ado, let's get into it. And our first guest up is none other than Miss Zah. What's up, girl?
1: Hey, Brian. Hi. How are you?
0: I am doing fantastic. Best day of my life. How are you?
1: Same. So I'm going to make it quick. I won't do a long backstory just to respect everybody's time you know, I've been working on like getting my mindset shift before I worried about business and everything. So I feel like I've come to a place where mindset is good. I'm ready to do the business now. So I've been, I get up at 3am and it's not because you and Cole do it. It's because I have a child who has to get up at six. So I work my business before my day starts. I was doing 3am for so long and still not getting work done because mindset was messed up. Now (laughs) I'm getting up at three. I'm oversleeping about like 30 minutes or so and I'm not down on myself or anything. I'm just wanting to take this opportunity to learn what you guys do when things get off schedule cuz my schedule is tight. I got a kid, I'm a caretaker for my grandmother, I maintain a marriage, so I'm just like when things get off schedule, what is some of the things that you guys do to get back in flow cuz I don't like getting off schedule. Like you take me on my schedule, I'm irritated. Mm,
0: that so that right there. So you take my schedule, I'm irritated is a mindset. Mm-hmm as annoying as that is. I know that you're fucking, you're like, fuck that. It's true though. And so we always act in alignment with the identity that we associate ourselves with. So if you're like, if I'm not on my schedule, I'm irritated. It's like, well, you, as soon as you're not on your schedule, you're irritated. That being said, I do want to give you business tactics because I think that if you want to be successful, you need to understand what are the income movers in your business. So I'm just going to ask you what actually matters. Like what moves the needle in income in your business?
1: I'm doing my non-negotiables, making sure I'm posting daily stories, adding messages. So those are the main things that I keep in front of me that the 10 before 10, I try to get it done before 10, which the only thing I have left is just to finish out the 30 messages. But like I said, like that schedule is tight.
0: I'm going to shorten that list even more. So if you only have, like, let's say usually you have two hours to work and you only have 30 minutes, what would be the most important thing to move the needle in your business?
1: Post the content message to people.
0: Boom. You nailed it. That's it. Literally it's literally that fucking simple okay. not only post the content and message the people but the outcome should be book one call yeah mm-hmm. at the end of the day you guys if you have a very limited amount of time you need to focus on the needle movers in your business and the needle movers in your business are going to be posting content and booking calls and obviously making sales so obviously when you can make sales calls make sales calls but those are the only things that actually fucking matter and obviously taking care of your clients but like again if you only have 30 minutes in the morning like you can take care of your clients in the afternoon or on lunch breaks or when you're in the washroom, like in the morning, the needle movers in your business are going to be posting content and booking calls. I never fucking miss on that stuff. Yeah. So that's super important. And then if you're posting content and it's not working, then the needle movers in your business would be posting content, adding friends, networking, trying to book a call. But it's like, I think you have the audience to be able to book the call. I think you just need to be really intentional with one call booked per day is the outcome that you're after. It might take you like, two weeks, three weeks, five weeks, whatever, to actually get to a point where you're booking one call per day. But when you set that intention of one call booked per day, you will get there. And then when you get to one call booked per day, then you focus on closing three out of those five calls. And that habit over the course of the next six months will lead you to a five to $10,000 a month business.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going for. I knew because I took so much time to work on myself that I wasn't going to be booking a whole bunch of clients because of my content. Like you said, I am attracting people. People are talking back to me. But I'm already knowing, like, or thinking, like, my clients will come in November and December, and that will be when I hit those 5K, 10K months again.
0: What if you hit them this month?
1: I'll be stoked. I mean, I'm doing the work, so I'm not I'm not okay. taking away from right?
0: that. So, like, the reason I'm having that conversation is, like, what if, because, like, I know that you said you're, like, adding friends and networking, et cetera, but, like, I actually think that you have the potential audience to be able to book a call per day if you shifted your focus to that. So, right. if you, like, okay. organize your list of order of importance, so it's, like, Okay, so if I only have a limited amount of time, you guys, what I do is I'll go to my schedule and I'm like, what's the least important thing? And then I'll take it off. So posting content and booking calls are like the two most important things. Anything below that is now least important. And so eliminate some of the least important things, focus on the most important things. And if you can, like once you're done and you book a call, you have more time, then you can do one of those other things. But like if you have 10 things on your list and you were supposed to have two hours and then you only have an hour, put the income generating things at the top of the list and eliminate anything that doesn't make you money.
1: Okay. Does that make sense? Perfect.
0: Bet. Let's go. Miranda said, thank you for asking this question. She was thinking the same thing. Paige, what up?
2: Hi, can you hear me?
0: I can. Congratulations on winning $1,000 on the virtual.
2: Thank you. Definitely putting it to good use. I love that. That's something actually that I'm doing that's also a main goal of mine is to do something to challenge me so I'm thinking of hiring my own coach and going towards own physical goal so I'm using that to help push myself because I also listen to Cole's and your guys's podcast and I can't inspire my clients if I'm not doing something great myself.
0: Fantastic. So, Actively choosing discomfort is a powerful thing.
2: So thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, so Thanks again for the live event. Just learning everything from there was amazing, helping me push further and overcome a lot of mental barriers that I've been struggling with business. I actually sold a client and have a couple calls booked. So, and I'm getting more traction when I'm adjusting my content, cold day based with advice yesterday. But I know I need to get back on a morning routine, but I feel like I'm struggling with getting everything done in the day, according uh, similar to what Zah is. But I'm messaging everybody every day and I'm wanting i'm sending out 30 dms every day and wanting to follow up on them which is good because that's why i'm booking calls but i'm struggling keeping track of every main platform right now is tiktok is there a specific kind of workflow or tracking thing that you recommend to do
0: Mm, do you want my honest answer yeah oh well first things first let's talk about the morning routine create a morning routine that's like 15 20 minutes long Mm -hmm. Mine is 20 minutes long, so it's easy to never miss. If your morning routine is like 30 minutes to an hour, it's easy to put off. But like mine is literally 20 minutes long. So no matter what, I always do it because everybody always has 20 minutes. And so I literally listen to my vision video, which is like a two-minute long video that I listen to every fucking day. I do have a success motivation 10-minute talk I listen to every single day. And then I go for a five, 10-minute walk. That's literally my morning ritual. It's fucking 20 minutes long. So that's the morning ritual. In terms of tracking, I don't have a tracking system. Here's how I track my leads is I send out messages and the people that respond, I book calls with, like, I'm not, I don't have a tracking system. I'm fucking being honest. I just don't. And I didn't get one. Like now we have one at PT domination. Cause I have a big team. Like I have a big like team that works with me. But when I first started as a solopreneur, like to get the Academy to 500 students, like we didn't have a tracking system. We would message people, the people that message us back, we would follow up with and book calls. That's literally it. So like, don't overstress the small things, especially if you're booking calls right now and you're making money.
2: Okay. I, I panicked because I love organization and I like, practice. and then Janelle's training that I watched is like never leave money on the table Too like gets to me. So I know I put a lot of pressure on myself and I like to organize. So probably just overthinking it.
0: Yeah. I think that messy action is better than no action. And if you want to be organized then track how many messages you're sending out, that's something that you can track. Right. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't like, I think that if you're booking calls and making money right now, I wouldn't Throw extra data to track just because you want to. Like, do I think data tracking is effective? Yes. Do I like doing it? Absolutely, the fuck not. Do I think it's necessary yeah. <laughs> to 10000 dollars a month? No, I don't. I'm not the that answer I is- am expecting, but that's the truth.
2: Yeah, I know I overthink it and I overcomplicate taking a step
0: because. Yeah, you just need to take the action and stop. Like, how many steps do you take during cardio? I don't fucking know. How many calories do I burn during cardio? I don't fucking know. I just do the sixty minutes and I shut the hell up. Like, I don't know right? It's like, you just do that. You do the yep. reps. And when you do the reps every single day, the results come. Cool. good. Who are you thinking about hiring as a fitness coach?
2: I don't know. I was thinking about reaching out to somebody in the academy. Oh,
0: as we got 50 coaches on this fucking call that are going to lead genuine. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: All right. Let's get after it. Good to see you, Paige.
3: Good to see you. Thank you so much, Brian.
0: You're welcome. What's up, Sammy?
3: Hello, Brian. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're having an awesome day so far. Thank you for that. I am here to talk about a two week challenge. I launched it, started on Monday this past week, and I put a lot into getting as many people into it as I possibly could. And I have twenty seven women who are signed up, ready to go in the challenge, super engaged, like in trainerized, responsive, etc. And I booked about six calls with, some of the women who were interested in my one-on-one coaching before the challenge even started to try to sell them into my full-time program or my long-term program and every single one of them said the exact same thing at the end of the call even after overcoming objections which was I just want to do the challenge I just want to see how it goes I want to see you know how the the two weeks goes first before I commit to anything and you know obviously I tried to overcome the like if you want to see your goals actually be hit you need to invest long term and and whatnot but all that, that tells me is that I didn't dig into pain deep enough and then I they don't trust me yet. So clearly I need to like build some trust with them over the next two weeks. But I just am curious like what your perspective is on like how I go about this now, because I've got 27 women who clearly like I, I obviously want to impact them. I want to change their lives. That's like priority number one. But I'm not naive to see that like there's 27 opportunities here to like sell into my coaching program. So I want to make sure I'm doing everything possible to make sure that I, number one, like make money out of this challenge. But I don't want that to be like my leading factor, like my, you know, my drive for it, because I know it's more about impacting and like planting seeds than anything. But yeah, how do I get these six girls who already said no to me once like back on a call?
0: So two things, three things, actually, number one, eliminate the last idea, because the last idea is distracting you.
3: Okay,
0: I'm gonna put myself in your shoes and tell you what i would do if i was sammy right now if i was Sammy okay. right now i would set the intention of literally blowing the fucking challengers minds with value like giving them so much fucking value that even if they didn't sign up at the end of this challenge they literally were sending you videos at the end of the challenge being like thank you so fucking much like i can't believe that was free so that's the intention mm. is literally to over fucking deliver with so much value that they come back and they're like thank you like Who here was on Podchats last week? Raise your hand. Every single person that showed up to Podchats last week before they spoke were like, thank you so fucking much for the virtual event. It was mind blowing. And it's because that was my intention going into it. My intention going into it, I was like, this virtual event is going to be so fucking valuable that people are going to be shocked they only paid $97 for it. So like you need to come in with that intention and you need to come in with that like level of like, I'm going to change your life because that's going to lead to good things. So that's number one. Number two. Is if I was in your position and I had zero for six, I would be booking a role play every single fucking day with somebody in the academy who wants to role play, See me in the chat box every single day with somebody in the academy. And I would get them to throw that objection at me, get them to be like, yo, give me the objection of like, I just like the challenge, but I just, I'm not really interested in continuing. And I would practice with five, six, seven different people overcoming that objection because you getting six no's in a row is an indicator that you don't have experience overcoming that objection. Third is with these women, I don't think you should be thinking about getting them back on a call at all. I think you should just be focused on changing their life and let them come to you. Like they said no, so give them the challenge. And Mm -hmm. in seven days, you can follow up and just say, I hope you're getting so much fucking value. And I just want to say, thank you so much for being here. They will come back to you if they are ready. I want everybody to write this in the chat. Our job isn't to convince people to get ready. Our job is to find the people who already are. Our job isn't to convince people to get ready. Our job is to find the people that already are. So you're like, well, they said they just want to do the challenge. Well, what if they just want to do the challenge? And then they do the mm-hmm. challenge and they're like, I actually enjoy fucking eating pizza and I don't want to fucking lose weight. Right. it's like, you're. it's not your job to convince them otherwise. But if somebody does right. the challenge and they're like, holy shit, I feel so fucking good. I like need this. Now that's a person that's ready. Now your job is to sell them into the program. Does that make sense?
3: Yes, it does. I knew that was the answer like that I just need to stop focusing so much on it and just focus on giving like so much value in the challenge so that they come to me by the end but yeah I just started like overthinking everything especially after hearing six no's so I know what to do thank you I appreciate that
0: you're welcome and like the practicality is like if something isn't working change it and mm-hmm. the only way to change it is by practicing and the only way to practice is by booking role plays with all the people that are in this chat and there's like 15. 30 people that just said me, so just go into the chat and then find, ask them what their Instagram is, send them a message on Instagram and connect with them. That's the benefit of community.
3: Okay. Thank you so much.
0: You're very welcome. I'm excited to see you hit $10,000 a month very soon.
3: Yeah, hopefully.
0: <laughs> what do you mean, hopefully? I will. There we go. I like that. That's better. Thanks, Brian. You're welcome. Arthur, what up? Hey, Brian, can you hear me? Yes, sir. How you doing?
4: Good, man. How are you doing?
0: Best day of my life. How can I serve you, brother?
4: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so I'm pretty new to the Academy still I'm about six weeks in. I my questions about content lately, I've been just going day to day making my content and it's taking up a lot of time in the day. So I'm planning to do some batch content next week. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted like lately, I've been focusing mostly on connection posts, so my audience can can get to know me. Mm -hmm. But I want to start providing more value and doing more value posts. So besides like doing tutorials on, you know, lifting techniques, or nutrition. I was wondering if you might have any suggestions on some value posts that we can make that are a little different to to help stand out.
0: Yep. Who's your avatar?
4: My avatar is men who are into
0: heavy metal music and build muscle. Heavy metal music and building muscle. All right. Well, heavy, men that are into heavy metal music and building muscle obviously aren't going to like recipe tutorials. So we're not going to do no. that. Me think. Value men, heavy muscle. I would be in the kitchen, like, men that are in into heavy metal and building muscle would probably enjoy like fucking high protein meal recipes though so i think being in the kitchen and showing different like muscle building meals so i would do like a muscle building meal series that sounds fucking lit where you've got like steak chicken and you're just like showing them how to make these like muscle building meals in a way that's actually fucking good like you're doing like a, a protein shake and you're showing them how to blend oats with it to make it actually taste good add peanut butter add honey etc so i would do like muscle building meal series would be one of the series that I would do. Muscle building meals in the kitchen because then you can be in the kitchen with your camera and do like fucking five or six different things. And the muscle building meal series can have metal music in the background so that it resonates with your audience. I think that makes a lot of sense. Maybe you're dressed like fucking Kiss. I think that could be funny too. That's just a side note. I don't know if you have that kind of character. if you're If you're a comedian too, like me, then you could try it out. Value-based videos. I think that you could do a series in the gym of, common mistakes, because I'm assuming, I know men that listen to heavy metal, because that is me. Most of those guys like to lift fucking heavy, right? And because they like to lift heavy, their form's usually shit. And so what I would recommend doing is doing a series being like, if you want to build muscle, and you're doing bench like this, stop, and then just show them what they're likely doing with their bench press. So like, like metal muscle building mistakes or something like that. You could do like a mistake series in the gym. When you're doing tutorials, If you're going to do tutorials, I found and it's been proven that negativity is more polarizing than positivity. So telling people what not to do is always a better idea than what telling people to do. Another thing you can do if you want to stand out in the newsfeed is you could, and this is a little bit more work, but you could find videos of people doing workouts like search up bench press, doing like bench press wrong, and you could screen record yourself talking about the video and being like, this is absolutely trash. Because if you're not doing that like this, then you're not going to be able to build muscle, et cetera, et cetera. So those are three ideas that come to the top of my mind. Does any of those stand out?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I like the, the heavy metal kitchen idea. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Cool. There we go. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Rock on. No pun intended. Fucking David, did you figure out your mic?
5: Fuck yes. So <laughs> thank you. I have a mindset question for you. Okay. So obviously you know i want to i mean this huge potential in this opportunity and i have a full time corporate career so i guess i want advice mindset advice on quitting my job and more around am i doing the right thing because my corporate career is like a big six-figure income
3: Mm -hmm. a lot
5: of flexibility i don't hate it but i know by keeping it i'm limiting my potential
6: Hmm. but
5: it's like it's uh, there's a lot of fear there it's like fuck what if I quit you know when I quit my job like what if it doesn't work out what if like one of my accounts gets banned and I got to start all over again and it's like fuck that's kind of what I'm what I'm wrestling with Mm -hmm. even though I I, like I've got some parameters that I've written down you know in order for me to say hey I'm I'm leaving like I need to have you know 40 clients I need to be making you know three months $15,000 in a row and have $50,000 in savings. And then it's like, I don't know, is that too too big? But that's kind of what I wrote down, when I have this in place, then I'm ready to pull the plug. But still, there's this fear there.
0: Well, my friend, let me tell you about Maverick. So Maverick, when he was in the program, he was working at a high six-figure corporate career. And when he started making about $15,000 a month, I encouraged him to quit his job. And he's like, but what about my 401k? And I was like, what about your 401k? He's like, well, online training doesn't have any like security. I'm like, the security is you, like all the entrepreneurs. He's like, and then he asked me, he's like, what happens if your Instagram account gets disabled? I was like, then I'll start another one, which I fucking did. And it's like, this has everything to do with you and your belief in yourself. This has absolutely nothing to do with all of the parameters that you set up for yourself. It's like, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, do I believe in myself? Do I believe that I can make this work? And I'm just going to fucking, I'll give you my belief. I know that you could. I know that you could. And fear is the enemy of you stepping into your full power because fear will whisper things in your ear that will cause you to doubt your own potential. But but David, you never know, man, that Instagram algorithm could start going the other way. But David, all those clients could definitely just leave you. But David, what if your Stripe account got shut down? But David, but David, but David... And then, so you stay at your job, and then the next five years, your online business doesn't grow. You keep hitting this plateau. You're wondering why, but the reason is you're not stepping into it. Guys, when you have momentum, you need to fucking go. When the light is green, press the fucking gas pedal, take the shackles off. You don't have to work for somebody else anymore. You don't. I'll tell you another story. His name's Mike Mayo. He came on this fucking call and he had his fucking little shirt, his little work shirt on in his office. If you guys have been following the PT Dom story for a long time, then you watch Mac Mayo, come on the podcast, wear his little shirt, showing up every fucking day. He is asking the same thing: Should I quit? but yes you should fucking quit, one hundred percent. The next month he quit. He made ten thousand dollars. Month after that, he made fifteen thousand dollars. Month after that, twenty five thousand. Month after that, forty thousand dollars. What I will say to you, David, is if you want to keep playing at the level you are playing at, don't quit your job. How do you mean? If you keep want to playing keep playing at the level I'm playing at. If you want to make 15000 dollars a month and that's where you want to stay, then keep doing what the fuck you're doing. You don't have to quit. Stay there. If that's comfortable to you, then go ahead.
5: Well, it, it it's comfortable, but like I want to make a lot more. Like I, I, I believe I can make 50, 60, 70, 80000 Like I totally believe the potential is there. I'm not if you believe ready that, yet. I needed some skills to learn.
0: If you believe that, then you need to remove the anchor that's holding you back. Because running a 50, 60, $70,000 a month business will not happen while you're fucking distracted. My definition of distraction is anything that pulls you away from your purpose. And right now, it seems to me like your purpose is being on this call because it's 10 a.m. and you're here, not at your work. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So go look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, like, or don't like fuck around. Like, go look and be like, do you believe that you can make this online thing work? And like, see what answer comes back. And if the answer is yes, I don't, you don't need my advice.
5: Yeah, I just again, I just wanted somebody to bounce bounce it off of and just kind of hear it from you. Totally. And I, you know, it's funny because I go back and listen to the old podcasts, and I always go back to the ones that Mike Mayo came on because I totally related to his story. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I listened to him a lot actually because he was such an amazing guy and so relatable, mm-hmm. and I totally resonate. And you know, a lot of similarities with you know corporate job and what have you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day, bro. Like you've got a big opportunity in front of you, and I'm gonna like just relate with you and I, I understand that it's a big challenge especially like you know when you're like how old are you? you're 50 53 53 so you've been doing things a certain way for 53 years it's yeah. like making the shift is a fucking it's not a small shift I respect that it's a big shift it's like your whole fucking life you've been doing things one way and now like this crazy black dude comes along and teaches you how to make money online and you're like what the fuck it's weird I get it but I also like think that you've got a green light. And I think you should hit the fucking gas pedal. All right. Bet.
5: Thanks for your perspective.
0: You're welcome. I'll see you next week. I'm excited to hear what comes up for you. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks
5: John, again. Yeah. Appreciate it.
7: You're welcome, brother. What's up, John? And what's up? How you doing, brother? A, I'm not too bad. I shouldn't say that. I'm doing fucking great. There we go. Best like day that. ever. I like that. Yeah. I have a question about coaching and competing. Okay. There's a competition coming up down here in July. Yep. I've never competed before. And I'm wondering, do you think that it? Is, I don't really have any intention of coaching competitors. Yep. But do you think it will help if I compete mm-hmm. as a coach? Yeah, uh,
0: absolutely. I'm going to tell you guys why I do fitness competitions, even though right now I, there's like one out of two days every week that I feel like dying. The reason that I do fitness competitions at the level that I do is because who here has been following my contest prep journey? Raise your hand. I know that my clients pay attention to the shit that I do. And I know that if I can inspire my clients to the actions that I take, that they'll be more likely to follow my lead in whatever else I do. I also, that's the first thing, is you inspire your audience to follow along with the journey. The second thing is the level of discipline that you will develop by committing yourself to one goal with every ounce of effort that you have is something that cannot ever be measured. It can't ever be measured. It's literally like you can't you cannot measure how much value it provides to your life. And I truly do believe that like when you focus all of your energy on one fucking thing and you just refuse to allow any excuse to get in the way of you completing that mission, that that in itself, that mindset transfers to everything else that you do. And I think that when you break through the limiting beliefs in one pathway, in one area, that automatically as you shatter those beliefs that fucking power like seeps into everything that you do. So the long answer is I think fitness competitions are beneficial for fucking everybody. Janelle's doing a fitness competition and she's like she's she's a plus size trainer because it's not about like how she looks on stage it's about the journey, it's about the transformation. And don't get me wrong there's some of you guys that are like me that are absolutely psychos and I'm like I absolutely refuse to enter anything that I'm not going to fucking win. But when I first got started, that wasn't my mentality. My mentality was I just wanted to step on stage, just wanted to compete. So the answer is absolutely the fuck yes. I think it's a good idea. And if you're asking me to do it, it means you're thinking about it. So I think you should go for it.
7: Yeah. One of my coaching a friend who's a coach, and he passed through my old gym well, his old gym, which is my gym now. And he was like, Yeah, I'm competing on Saturday. And I'm like, Yo, you're yeah. fucking massive. And mm-hmm. he's like, No, I feel like shit. And I was just like, Oh boy. And something inside me said, I would also like to feel like shit.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) fucked up. I enjoy suffering, as weird as that is. I literally, I'm like Arnell, my videographer, and Nick's my videographer, but Arnell's subbing it because Nick has a court case and he can't come to the United States. We're not talking about that. But Arnell and (laughs) Kirsten and I told him, I was like, I'm just letting you guys know I'm going dark for the next couple of weeks. Like, I'm literally like, I don't want to fucking talk. I don't want to fucking connect. I'm literally just focused on the mission because I'm fucking suffering. And I love it because that's what it takes. And it's like, I love that mentality. There's something that just like drives me. So yeah, the suffering is a fucking good thing. It's like you either choose your hard, or life is going to give you hard. And I'm just going to choose my fucking hard. I'm going to choose the fight worth fighting for. And I don't know why I like fighting for it so much, but I fucking love it.
7: Because, well, yeah, I mean, there's that sense of accomplishment as well. So so fuck go. that. Yeah, I'm going to go hire a coach. Thanks. As you get legion by a fucking 30. <laughs> so. Pick me, pick me. Mustafa, what up?
0: What's up, Brian? How you doing, brother? Yeah, good Rina. Good, good. How can I serve you? So
8: first thing, thanks for the event, and the second thing is thanks for the competing. Because same question, like I'm just start thinking really about competing, and I thought I'll do it by the end of the year, but unfortunately I broke my arm, so it's pushed to the next year, like maybe in summer. Mm. So thanks for both of these things. The question is like a follow-up question. I had the call on last Friday and on the call, like I was able to close him for like twenty nine hundred for six months, nice. like twenty four for six months and then five hundred for the hybrid coaching. The problem is I tried to push as much as I can to like I send the link and everything and I kept asking him to do the payment and he said, okay, and, okay, and then hang up the phone I uh, received the phone call. after two hours, he said that I talked to the wife, and I think we're not gonna do it. So my question is, how are you gonna follow up for that?
0: Well, we need to backtrack because, like you already, like, in my opinion, you kind of lost the sale already, like we can follow up, but like everybody writes in the chat, never let them off the fucking phone of with collecting it without some, collecting some sort of cash. Like, so let's go back to like every experience. You're either going to get a win or you're going to get a lesson. So let's get a lesson. Let's go back to the call. I want you to tell me what happened when he said yes. Walk me through exactly what happened. So he was excited about it because he's like,
8: having 60 or 70 pounds overweight and he's start having like sleep me, and he has the device now so when i went through explaining the program and everything he was like just like i said excited and everything was okay and we even like arranged when to start and we arranged to start the the time of the in-person sessions because he has like eight in-person sessions at the beginning so everything was okay and that's why i thought like okay Pause. when goes. he said yes and he was in then what did yeah. you do nothing actually just like i said we run through everything like we hey, said pause that's it Days Great. for everything
0: yeah. do not fucking go through logistics until you collect payment so once somebody yeah, says
8: because in my it. mind i thought that's done because oh. i even sent the agreement and everything and the no way. he so said I he's like talking, no done. he's
0: in Nuh-uh. he's not nobody's sold everybody read this in the chat it's not sale until you get money in the bank so once somebody says i'm in i'm like cool give me one sec mustafa i just sent you a link can you see that okay so go ahead and take care of that right now i'm going to put you on hold for one minute when I come back and that's all taken care of, I'm going to walk you through what the next steps looks like. Is that cool? All right, brother, I will be right back. I'm just going to put you on hold. I'm going to grab your questionnaire. Hold. And then you just fucking wait. It's got to be awkward because if it's not awkward, he's going to leave that phone call with your money and he also is not going to change his fucking life. Yeah, that's problem. The awkward. Yeah, the awkward moments, yeah. So as soon as they say you're in, you collect the fucking payment. That's number one. Number two, because I actually do think you could follow up with this dude. And I think that I would be, video message. And he's either going to tell you to fuck off or he's going to join. So what I would say is to be like, Mustafa, what's going on, brother? I hope you having an amazing day. I've been thinking about you a lot. And man, you told me that you need to lose 70 to 80 pounds and that you're using a sleep device right now to fall asleep. And so unless you want to use that sleep device for the rest of your fucking life, I want to change your life. I want to help you lose the weight, feel great, feel amazing. And I don't think that you should like use the excuse of my wife won't let me lose weight to prevent you from getting in the best shape of your fucking life. And so if you need to do a payment plan or you wanna talk about something different, I'm happy to help, but I'm not just gonna let you leave for one reason because I do believe that you need to lose the 70 pounds and I don't want you to have to use a sleep apnea device for the rest of your fucking life. Oh, I think I reached out to him today. We okay. call that a hail Mary, he's already out. Okay. So let's fucking bring him back in. Appreciate that man, thank you. You're welcome. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life.
9: Raul, what up? Yo, what up, Brian? How are, how are you?
0: you? I'm doing great, King. How are you?
9: Doing great, doing great. So I have kind of a question and I'm also kind of asking for advice. I've been going kind of through kind of like a slower month. I think it's just because of my self-limiting beliefs and a little bit of scarcity. So I can't I kind of want to ask, like if you as you were growing your businesses, when you came across like any slow months or any difficult months with clients or just any with life, how were you able to get back to like having that? That um, strong mindset belief and just believe in yourself. What, what do you, what would you suggest? Because I've been listening to some um, Rise podcast that has been helping a lot. I've been showing up to more calls just to get my mindset right. So yeah, what, what would you recommend?
0: Bro, my mindset doesn't change no matter what situation I'm in. Yeah, your external circumstances should never dictate your internal reality. And so what I'm saying here is that like, have your habits changed since you slipped into scarcity?
9: They haven't changed, but I've noticed that I haven't been showing up with the, the same intention. You know what I mean? Like my morning routines, I was just kind of going through the motions. I wasn't kind of showing with the same energy, but I've noticed that now that my energy has been racing. I've been improving my energy and that has been helping a lot.
0: So that's a great answer, by the way. Thank you for sharing that. So, my mindset, here's what I mean by that. So, I want to give full context for the answer so that you guys don't feel like I'm a superhuman because I'm not. I definitely have fucking, I definitely submit to scarcity as well. But the actual habits that I use to condition my mind to be successful, never miss, regardless of the situation that I'm in. And whether the month is slow or fast or great, or it's like, I don't allow my external conditions to dictate my internal reality. And so if I do catch myself slipping into scarcity, like you're saying right now, then I will do more success motivation throughout the day. I will listen to more affirmations throughout the day. Like even right now, I'm on prep, you guys. I like literally like there's fucking multiple days in a row where I was like, I don't even want to get out of bed. And so I'm listening to success motivation videos a lot more to make sure that my mind is primed for success. So I do not allow myself to stay there. Like it's normal to feel these feelings. It's not normal to stay there if you want to be successful. So the number one thing that I can recommend to you guys is if you're slipping into scarcity, you got to get yourself out of that fucking mindset. you got to get yourself out of that mentality. And you got to do it now. And so you got to do something to change your state. Go for a fucking run, go for a walk, go to the gym, go lift some weights, do some fucking push ups, do something to change your state. Like, if you, because if you go to make content and you're in a state of scarcity, you're just going to make scarcity content because you can't create something that you aren't, right? It's like you're going to create whatever the fuck's inside of you. You squeeze an orange, whatever comes out, it's going to be orange juice. So you squeeze you, whatever comes out is, it's going to produce scarcity. So change your fucking state. And the morning ritual, if you're finding yourself not getting in the same mood as you used to when you first started it, then let's change it up. Do something different, right? Maybe instead of going for a walk, you try sprinting in the morning to wake yourself up. Maybe you try a cold shower to change it up, but you've got to do something to change because the entire intention of a morning ritual is to get yourself in a state where you're successful for the day. And if it isn't doing that for you anymore, then you need to change it up so you can get into the right state. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense
9: for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, I have been changing up my morning routine and I, I've noticed a, a difference. I've been, um, like I said, listening to more rice podcasts, the more
0: affirmations, celebrating more wins. So now it's like understanding that the work that you're doing now, you're gonna see the fruits of it in three weeks.
6: Mm. Because okay. there
0: was, I want everyone to pay attention to this. The results you're experiencing in your life right now are a result of all the things you've been doing for the last four weeks. And so if you wanna see success, you're like, oh, but Brian, I've been doing a morning rental for a week. Yeah, no shit. You're not going to see the results of that for like two, three weeks, because the universe is currently presenting you all the things that you've manifested in the last five. Like you've been showing up in a certain way with a certain attitude, a certain energy, and the results that you're looking at right now in your life are it's like it's because of all the stuff that you've been doing up to this point. And so, if you want to change your reality, you need to change yourself right now, and then understand that you're going to see the fruits of that in the next three, four, five, six weeks. Does that make sense? And that means you need to be patient. Like you need to change it up. You're feeling better, feeling amazing. Once you're in that state, now stay there, be patient and wait three weeks and you're going to come back and you're going to be like, holy fuck, thank you. You got to stay patient though, right? You can't like do it for a week and then be like, what the fuck? I did it for a week and nobody's fucking, yeah, you're like three feet from gold. You're literally just there. You have to stay patient. And that's like, that's where it's like your external circumstances cannot dictate your internal reality. Because if you're only feeling good when your business is popping. Then you like do this morning ritual shit. You change your state for a week and you're like, Brian, I didn't sign a fucking client and now I feel like shit again. And you're just, now you have to restart. Get it? Yeah, I get it. Cool. Keep yourself in a good state. Everybody write that in the chat. For sure, thank you so much. You're welcome, brother. Miranda Crisp, what up? Hi. Hi. How's it going? Best day of my life, how are you?
10: Best day of my life. So I, very similar to Zaw, like I loved her question. So I'm in like a big straight state of transition right now in my life. The last four months have been just crazy on my end in my personal life. And I feel like right now I've been kind of like stuck going with the motions. Like I am prioritizing needle movers. I'm sending a minimum of 30, minimum 30 new DMs every single day. I'm posting content two times a day, going live and doing all the Things that I need to do, but I just feel like I'm not really like I'm stuck in a hamster wheel and kind of just like getting stuck with going with emotions. And I don't know how to like, I don't know how to explain it, what like what I'm really asking is just to like, I always feel like I should be doing more. And I'm getting into a position where I'm kind of like getting discouraged with myself that I'm like kind of staying stuck. So just any advice?
0: What's your definition of stuck?
10: I just have really slowed down with like booking, bringing on new clients. I would say that that just like growing, I feel stagnant.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yes. So I'm not going to ask you about your personal life because it's your personal life, but I just want to like the state of transition that you're in right now, is it like almost completed or are you like still mid-season?
10: It's almost completed.
0: Yeah. So So my advice to you is to look at yourself in the mirror. Actually, no, my advice to you is to give yourself a hug right now and say, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. (laughs) You're doing a good job. Okay. You need to be proud of yourself. When you're in the middle of a state of transition, it's like you need to understand that like that's not the season right now. It's not grind season. It's transition season.
8: Yeah.
0: And you need to be okay with the fact that like that means your business is like, it's not going to grow right now. It's about sustaining what you currently have. If I was in your position and I was Miranda Crisp, I would be pouring all of my fucking energy into my clients, all of them, all of it, 100% of it. And then I'd be resharing my clients what they say about me on their social media because they're like, I fucking love you. You're the best. Be resharing that and like, Still posting content, but like I wouldn't be like it going into my DMs and hunting and trying to send 30 messages a day and booking five calls a day and like making sure I'm selling one of them a day. It's like that ain't the season. The season is retention and making sure that your clients feel you, being vulnerable with your clients about what's going on and completing this fucking, completing this task. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing for me. Like right now, it's like the, like the season that I'm in is like I'm in contest prep mode. So everything else is just not as important. Like the amount of business meetings that I have are like very, very, very minimal. And I I love that. I don't beat myself up over it because I know that like the season that I'm in is contest prep. And once contest prep season's over, then I'll, you know, enter a new season. But it's like, you just need to understand that right now you're in the season of personal development. You made a move in your life that was massive. I think I know what it is. I'm not going to make, I'm not going to
10: yeah, make you do. <laughs>
0: But it's like, that's huge. So all through with that move, that should be the number one focus because I promise you, as soon as you do that, everything in your life is going to blow up.
10: Yeah, honestly, like, I feel like I'm also so excited because I know that there's no way that the universe is not going to reward me for making such a courageous move in my life. And I do think it's like the one thing that has always held me back. It's been an anchor to me. So I know that it's just around the corner. So I'm excited. And then I'm like, like, what's going on? Like, I just wanted to like, fucking rise and just step into this like crazy highest version of myself which i know is like literally right there so i I am being a little bit impatient with myself i think
0: yeah just give yourself a fucking hug tell yourself you're doing a good job and focus on your clients yeah love that you got this shit i believe in you
10: fuck yeah well well, thank you that's all i needed
0: (laughs) very very welcome mike what up king what's going on man
11: how the fuck are you i'm doing great i became a father on saturday night
0: Oh, dude. Congratulations. That's lit. Fuck yeah. Congratulations. Um,
11: So with that, I've been at the hospital since Wednesday. Um, I had to put a halt to my business and I feel like I'm trying to get back to it. I just launched a 14 day challenge, but like my mindset's gone. I don't know what to do. I don't have no schedule. We're still at the hospital because he was le- he was born 11 weeks early. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what's going on. We don't know where we're staying right now besides the hospital. So like I got no routine. I got no morning
0: routine. I got nothing. Yep. So, so this has been a common theme. If somebody's on their phone right now, can you do me a favor and grab this podcast link? It's episode number 217. It's called Managing Your Life in a State of Transition. This has been a common theme throughout this podcast. I've noticed there's been three people that have asked. Can somebody grab that podcast link and drop it in the chat? It's either 2.17 or 2.19. It's on my podcast. It's called Managing Your Life in State of Transition. You're just in a state of transition, brother. State of transition. I also, like, I can I be honest? Yep. Launching a 14-day challenge where you're in that hospital, you're a psychopath. I'm dead ass. What are you doing? Well,
11: last week was my Burt Lake weeks ago it was my birthday and I had a birthday giveaway and all the people that engaged in that but didn't win, I messaged them saying, if you didn't win, but I am launching something that you can join. Yeah. So here's my advice.
0: All you need to do is send them a picture of you and your fucking kid in the hospital and be like, hey, so surprise I was just made a father. It was fucking my baby was 11 weeks early. So I'm going to postpone the 14 day challenge. But as soon as I'm out of the hospital, i will send you a message and I can let you know you know, what, what we're going to do with the challenge, but I would not be fucking running a 14 day challenge right now. You're just going to add a lot of stress to your plate. Okay. Yeah. So don't do that. Go listen to my podcast. Somebody lost in the chat. It's 217. It's like managing your life during a state of transition, be compassionate with yourself and set up like a, like a 10 before 10, but it's going to be 10 before whatever the fuck you can day. Because okay. your baby is going to be, you know, your baby runs your schedule. I wish Cole was here because he'd be able to give you better. Than-
11: I know I wanted to talk to Cole because obviously yeah. he just had one, right? So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I wish he was here. But yeah, I would say 10 before 10 would be the fucking answer. And listen to this podcast. Like, keep it simple. Do not run a fucking challenge. Oh, he's listening to this live right now. He's on the Instagram live. So maybe he'll shoot you. It's Mike Saborn. Hey, hey midget. midget. It's Mike Saborn. The guy with the beard. Yeah, you'll need a step ladder to talk to him. But that's okay. Cool. <laughs> helpful yeah thanks man all right be compassionate with yourself don't fucking run a challenge you're crazy okay and boy or girl boy what's his name hoxton hoxton that's a good fucking name i like that a lot thank you i like that a lot he's gonna have a great beard just like his dad (laughs) good to see you bro all right thanks man joseph what up
12: what's going on coach this is uh crazy to be talking to you because like i've just been uh Just really inspired by your podcast and all the the valuable information that that you provide and just like, just being a role model, honestly. So I appreciate you for that.
0: Thank you, bro. My,
12: My like kind of question is like, consistency really isn't like the issue for me, like especially when it comes to content. But I feel like maybe the content that I'm putting out just needs to be improved because like, mm-hmm. I'm not really like getting a lot of engagement and I'm not blaming the algorithm because I know I can improve my content. So lately I've been focusing more cause I've just been binging the podcast as well. Like network expansion, sending out DMs. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess I just need to hear it from coach. Like that's yep. what I should be focusing on, right?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna give you the answer you need. So I have bad news for all you hard workers. Consistency by itself is not enough everybody write that in the chat. And the perfect example of this is the fucking weight loss client that joins your program, does two hours of cardio a day. And they're like, but Brian, I'm consistent. Consistency by itself is not enough. You need to be consistent and you need to be intense, consistent and intense. Now I'm intense as fuck with my content in the sense of like, I'm literally 11 days out from my fitness competition. I hired a videographer to follow me around. We still do talking reels while I'm here. I'm still doing my editing reels. I'm doing photos every second day. I'm intense because I know that the content is what's going to get me to the next level. So my intensity with my content, Joseph, also goes to like what I'd be doing if I was Joseph and I was in your position, here's what I would do. Literally step-by-step. Step. step number one is I would go to my last 50 reels that I'd scroll. What's your average views on your Instagram, Joseph, on your reels?
12: Average. Probably like 250.
0: What's your good reels?
12: Maybe like... 400 plus. I did one random one and I got 7,000, which was weird because it was like a, I was ordering something from In-N-Out and I had asked my girlfriend like, "Oh, just record me really fast." And that ended up popping plus. up on like all four platforms. What the fuck? Why are we not doing more of that? I actually I started that. So I did more yesterday. I'm doing more like in the stores kind of like, "Oh, like this is what I recommend, this is high protein stuff like that." But then I think back on, "Okay, well, I'm not really targeting my avatar doing this, so is this the wrong approach?" Who's your avatar? ex-athletes who have gained weight and want to get back into athletic shape what do you mean how many fucking
0: ex-athletes go to internet burger uh i guess ex- a lot how many ex-athletes go to the fucking grocery store <laughs> all of them all mm-hmm. of them 100 percent of them they all have to eat every single one of them so here's what i'd do if i were you let's go back to what the b mark plan i'd be going into my reels i would be seeing which ones worked Anyone that got over 400 plus views and there's one that has 7000 so I'd fucking definitely experiment with that. I'd be doing more content like that because if it popped off on all platforms, that's literally the algorithm being like, "Hey, fucker, do more of this." Right? So pay attention to what it's saying, bro. You got to <laughs> second thing is do you have anybody that inspires you with content that is not me because obviously I'm a business coach, like it's a fitness coach? Uh, if not? Man if not, then here's what I would do. I would be going to TikTok and I'd be finding five creators that are putting up valuable fucking content that I fuck with. And it would be valuable content that I fuck with that, like, that I feel like I could recreate. Because if somebody was doing like these highly edited fucking videos and I'm a one-man show, I'm not going to fucking recreate that. But I might steal the idea, right? I might steal the idea. So find five creators that are creating content that you fuck with. Then what I would do is I'd go to Viral Finder, V-I-R-A-L, finder without the E, Viral Finder without the E, dot com. I'd plug in their username. This is how I started growing my account, you guys. I'd find out what videos were fucking exploding, and then I would take some of those video ideas, and I would make them my own, and I would recreate them. So two things. One, get fucking intense with your content, and you need to make the commitment that you're not going to post. You're not just going to be consistent. You're going to be consistently better with every video. Write that down. I'm consistently better with every video. Like the reason that my Instagram account is growing, we're almost at 100,000 followers now, but by the time you listen to this podcast, it might be at 150, who fucking knows. But the reason that we're growing, it's at 85.7K right now is because I made the commitment that every fucking video that I put out was going to be better than the last one. And then because I made that commitment, eventually I found my flow. And now that I found my flow, I'm just fucking consistent with it, right? Once you find the right recipe, you just need to fucking keep cooking it. But until you find the right recipe, you need to experiment with different fucking formulas until you find the one that works for you. Does that make sense?
12: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I have experimented with like, you know, just talking head, motivational, just cooking videos, which I have no passion for. So I don't like aspire to do cooking videos. And yeah, this one kind of popped off and I tried it out and I was like, oh, well, I can do this, too. So I just want to see how long would you give it? Give it a few weeks to see if all of them you know, 30 days,
0: 30 days, like you need any thing you're trying, you need to try for 30 days, and you need to try to make them better and better and better and better. better. That's another thing that I want to say is like, a big reason I didn't pop off for a long time, Joseph is because I was like changing it up every fucking day. I do a talking video. And then I do like a fucking motivational reel. And then I do a fucking another talking video. And then I do like a a dance video. It's like, commit to one of these strategies. So commit to the fucking food strategy, right for 30 days. So that's 50% of your content. And then with another 50% of your content, commit to talking videos, but talk like and then figure out different ways to say some of the shit you're saying. Like I have a I have a video that I post on my Instagram. It was about, it was about pinned post on your profile. And it when I posted it at first, it literally shat the bed hard. And so I literally was like, okay, I'm gonna do this video again, but I'm gonna change up the first three seconds. And instead of like, here's a pinned post strategy, the first three seconds said it was here's how to turn your Instagram into a money-making machine. And just me changing up the first sentence of the video and keeping the actual video the exact same, this video, Instagram money-making machine popped off and the other one shat the bed. But that's why you gotta be con- like committed to experimenting, right? Like you gotta be trying things out within the experiment. So talking videos would be one and then the other one would be like drive through slash food videos. Cool, I appreciate that. That's super helpful. Cool, I love it, brother. Thank you. You're welcome. So Mel and Danny, we're gonna do the last two. Mel, go ahead.
13: So, hi, how are you doing?
0: Best day of my life, how are you doing?
13: yeah all right good hey i i've got two well i guess i I don't even sorry my mind's all over the place but i'm still in the wolf pups chat i've been asking those coaches some guidance on what to do i've got one week to either succeed or sink and i've got my mind wrapped around whether doing another six-week challenge for fast cash or doing a 14-day challenge what's your opinion
0: fucking i need way more shit than that what do you mean sink or succeed what the fuck is that
13: So when I signed up, I told you I was giving like all my money. And so I've got one week to sign one paid in full to make it work. And uh, I've been doing getting up at three o'clock in the morning, sending DMs. I've been intentional with everything and I'm trying to constantly be better every day. So I'm just trying to figure out now what decision to do. Should I do a 14 day challenge? Because at the beginning... The coach has told me to only focus on the six-week challenge that I have going right now. So that's why, that's the only reason why I haven't already launched that.
0: Okay. Do you want to tell me what else is going on? Because you seem frustrated. No,
13: just personal shit. My health is not very good at the moment.
0: Hmm. I appreciate you for being vulnerable. Listen, whatever, when you, whether you do a six-week challenge or a 14-day challenge, it does not fucking matter. Literally at all. What matters is like, if you want this shit, then fucking make it happen now. Period. Like you can't give yourself an option out. Like you're like you're talking like you get to bail out if you want to. I get to bail out if it's sink or swim. So if you sink, are
9: want-
1: oh, you going
0: no 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 fucking I'm talking now. If you sink, what are you gonna do? Die? You are gonna fucking be dead? You sink, sink or swim. So if you're gonna just be dead, fucking online trend didn't work. I'm just gonna die. You, like you can't think like that. Like sink or swim is not a fucking option. It's like, find a fucking way. If you want to make this work, find a fucking way. You can do a 14-day challenge. You can do a six, six-week six challenge. You can do a call to action on your social media. You can send out 100 fucking DMs and book a call. If you actually have the fucking willpower and the resilience, you will find a way, period. And if you don't, you will fail. And that's not me. That's the universe. I'm fucking communicating directly from the universe. If you actually want to make this fucking work, then make it fucking work, period. That's it. That's the fucking answer. Do it with a 14-day challenge, a six-week challenge. Do the with a fucking call to action. Send out a thousand DMs. doesn't fucking matter. Where there is a will, and you are determined, and you will refuse to fucking back down, there is a way. And maybe you're not ready for that. And I'm not going to hate on you if you're not. But, like, that's the fucking truth. It doesn't matter if you do a 14-day challenge or a six-week challenge. It's completely fucking irrelevant. What matters is the mindset that you approach it with. And you need to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, do you actually want this shit? Of course I do. Then fucking show me. You say, of course I do. Then you're walking around with, like, well, sink or swim. Fuck that. You need to fucking slap the fucking... And, like, give yourself some bad bitch vibes and go get a fucking sale. Like, do not accept weakness from yourself. You're better than that. You were made for more. Unless you want to be a 9-to-5 employee, then fucking go work for somebody else. I don't give a fuck. That's your life. Fuck that. Exactly. Then fucking fuck that. Like actually consider the alternative. Like, what happens if you quit? Tell me. What happens if you quit? I'll go to collections if I quit. <laughs> and then what? Yeah, exactly. And then I'll, what? Fa- I'll fail. And then what?
13: I'll have to go work a fucking 9-to-5.
0: And then what? How does that make you feel?
13: And then my mental health will go even worse. And- okay, <laughs> so, so tell it's, me about the, yeah. where,
0: where will you work if you work your nine to five?
13: I don't even fucking know. I'll have to go find one.
0: Is that a reality that you're willing to accept? No, then I've been there. don't fucking accept it. You need to tell yourself, I'm signing a fucking client this week, period. I've got a phone call booked today. So I'm sign, the, sign, it. sign the fucking client. Sign the fucking client. Do whatever the fuck is necessary. When's your phone call? 11.30 my time. What time is it right now? Seven o'clock in the morning. Who the fuck's going to role play with Mel before her call and give her some hard objections so she can close this fucking person? Look in the chat. Sweet. I'll hit you up. You better. This isn't like, I ain't letting you off the fucking hook that easy. You better.
13: No, I've studied the damn script. I studied the phone script last night. I've been up since three o'clock again this morning. For the last four weeks, I've been up at three o'clock. So now even since I started following you like three months ago, I've been up at three o'clock in the morning.
0: So now it's time to fucking like, now it's your time. It's time to take what's fucking yours. You've been putting in the work. You've been putting in the effort. Now it's time to claim what's fucking yours. Take it.
13: I've been talking to Louise Watson as well, so I've been reaching out to CLA members. Yeah. So I've been yeah. active as fuck. I'm probably the most annoying person on Wolf Pop.
0: To this call <laughs> this week, and tell me about the client that you signed. Take what's yours. Sweet. I believe. You. Sorry. It's okay. You don't have to cry. Or, sorry. You don't have to apologize for crying. My bad. You don't have to cry. Who the fuck am I to say that? I apologize for saying that. You're good thanks for being vulnerable i appreciate you show Thank me you. you're welcome danny last but not least i'm going over because i break the rules and i didn't want to fucking just leave you the only person i didn't answer what's up
6: appreciate you how are you doing brian i'll be quick best day of my life brother how can i serve you um so i'm new here and i've been doing coaching for like two three months mm-hmm. so my content's doing well i have a good following but the, my style is direct No bullshit, straight value. So this concept of connection and like you know, the connection documentation stuff is new. So my question is what kind of connection content could I make in the reels that would work? Because it's kind
0: of not my style. Mm. That's good. Good question. So like it's are you converting from like are you making money from your audience right now? Yes, I am. Okay. So then what I would do is I wouldn't change up your content strategy on your news feed. I would do connection in your stories. So on your Instagram stories, be like, what's up, guys? So you, y'all see me fucking being a savage on my newsfeed, which is what I fucking do. But I also, this is my dog, right? I just want to show you guys my life instead of just being a fucking, you know, and just said just coming at you with straight value. This is like, just take people on a walk. You're at the gym. You have a fucking, you have something that comes to your mind, like mindset wise. You can just like share with your mindset, follow Cole on social media and watch his stories and duplicate that, but do it in your own way.
8: Mm-hmm. Right for sure.
0: I think that's something that's really important, you guys. And you brought up a great point, Danny, is like, if you're converting from your audience right now, connection-proof and value content is something that I recommend everybody study. Like, I believe that those are the fundamental strategies to make sure that your content pops off. But also, there's going to be one content type that your audience fucks with harder. And right now, it seems like you found your flow. So I don't want you to interrupt your flow because you fucking learned something from us that you want to, like, implement. Instead, what I would do is I would implement that in your story. Because in order for people to purchase, they need to know you, like you, and trust you. So I do think that having connection content in there is good. But dude, what if like one in every 10 posts, you did a swipe over carousel post and it's just you, your life, your family, like your car, you like, you could do like a photo dump. Like just wanted to show you guys who the fuck I am. Happy Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's connection content. Like I just did a photo dump with like me and a full day in my life of my prep just to show people like what I'm doing. Like people like following that kind of stuff, especially if you're well known on social media.
6: Got it. Uh, Reels too with the connection thing or or Reels too. (laughs) There's
0: the person that I'd recommend following for Reels for connection content would be Meg Nunes. So M E A G N U N E Z, Meg Nunes. That's and then she's got some underscores. Just watch some of her Reels where she like showcases her relationship. Sometimes she'll showcase a day in the life. I almost think that for your style, it would be more like a day in the life. If you wanted to, you could open up and share some vulnerable shit, but I don't know how it would do. Actually, no, it would do well. I just shared a video about how I did cocaine on my honeymoon and it fucking exploded and it had nothing to do with business coaching. Yes. If you've got anything that you want to share on a talking video, that could perform well. So yeah, I think experiment, bro. I would say experiment. I wouldn't deviate too far away from your content strategy. Like I would say if 80% of your content strategy is like, you're doing this content strategy and it's working and you let's say you're coming here because you're like, Brian, I want to experiment a little bit. Then I'd be like, okay, so instead of 100% of your content strategy being this, let's make 90% what you're doing. Don't fucking change what's working. And then let's sprinkle in some of the experiments. So the experiments would be like the carousels, the talking reels, a day in the life, that kind of shit.
6: Got it. Awesome. Real quick. One last thing. If you got like one minute, I'm here to serve. Uh, I want to, I want to do appreciate it. I want to do live streams. Mm-hmm. How do you structure that? I've never done that. I know it's the most raw form of content and like very connection. So how would you,
0: you just like live ask me questions. Like, how does that work? I'm going to follow up question. So give me one of the talking reels that you, or the, one of the value reels that you recently put out. I do a lot of fixing
6: form. I call people fat and then I tell them how to fix it. Like just <laughs> stuff like that.
0: Okay. So you could literally do a live stream titled uh, five reasons why you're fat. That's my style. Yeah. Yeah. So five reasons why you're fat. And then you just have those reasons. And then as this is how you structure a live stream. For those of you guys that are going live for the mm-hmm. first time, this is how you structure a live stream. You want to start the live stream. You always want to give people a chance to come in. So as people are coming in, you're like, what's going on, guys? Hope everyone's having a fucking great day. What's up? Hope you're doing well. This live stream offends you. Good. I'm here to offend you. And then I'm going to change your fucking life. What's up? I'm just going to let everybody tune in. What's up, Danny? What's up, Jess Villain? What's up, Raven? Hope you're doing well. All right, cool. Now let's get into it. And so you do like, I would say 30 seconds to two minutes of like just saying hi. I like to say hi to usernames as they're coming in. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have my content on the actual live stream that I want to talk about. I'm going to go over five points. Five reasons why you're fucking fat on this live stream. Reason number one, blah. Reason number two, blah. And then people are gonna be talking shit. You can engage with them if you want, if that's your style. Like you can talk back and forth with people. And then throughout the live stream, if you want to plant the seed for coaching, be like, if any of these like resonate and you feel like you're struggling with this and you actually want some help and you want to change your life, then DM me with the word fat loss and I'll help you out. Okay. So blah, 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 blah. Right. And then to end the live stream, you just fucking, I would do a CTA at the end. If you're interested in coaching, DM me more clients on Instagram and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Got it. Every single
6: live stream CT at then? Every single one. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. You've been Uh, super helpful.
0: So that's one way to do a live stream. Another way to do a live stream is you can just do a straight up Q&A. If you're going to do a straight up Q&A on like an Instagram live, I would have five questions ready to start the conversation because if nobody asks a question, you're just going to be sitting there with your fucking thumbs up your ass. So I would sit Mm -hmm. and bring five questions like preloaded that you could answer on the live stream as people are coming in. And then as you're answering questions, people will start to ask, and then you can just interact with the audience. Perfect.
6: Super helpful. Appreciate you. And good meeting you.
0: Cool. Good to meet you too, Danny. Thanks for coming up. Guys, that is it. That is all. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. If you did get value, please make sure you go post in the Academy and let us know what you fucking learned. And for those of you guys that, uh, that showed up today, ask great questions. I appreciate you all. Hope you all have the best day of your entire life. Oh, by the way, who the fuck's coming to Houston to watch me compete? If you're coming to Houston to watch me compete, let me. Oh, I see fucking. Google. How do I say your name? I mean yourself, Camaro. Fuck. Yeah. Bro. I'm just gonna call you G, bro, because I don't want to mispronounce your name yeah. and I don't want to fuck it up multiple times and sound like. Oh, a G. Good. My man G's coming. Who else is coming? Good. There's, there's gonna be a live stream, but if you come in person, you get fucking brandy points. Peace, love, and protein. Have the best day of your entire life. We'll talk to you guys soon. Let's go. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10k on Instagram at the real Brian Mark for more information. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.